Best to leave that one behind. You're behind in particular. <laughs> and to flush that one away. <laughs> oh, you didn't like it. I thought I thought oh. it was a catchy, catchy, sticky riff. Uh, mm. Sort of sticks with you even after you've left the evacuation zone. Uh, I, I can sense that. Unfortunately, it's it's rather gross. Well, don't look at me. You're you're the one who always starts recording a new episode when we're when one of us is indisposed. Well, every show needs a musical introduction. I thought, otherwise, it's just us talking, and I, I thought that would be you know a bit awkward. Oh, more awkward than one of us emerging from a vacuum toilet. I do believe I'll never understand you, Captain. Nor I you. Nor I you. And yet, the Mupopian aptitude and compatibility exams and algorithms placed the two of us together in their truly finite wisdom. Oh, remember my band in space camp, the algorithms. Yeah. Remember the short guy with the three extra tentacles on drums. He was sick. Well, he was really sick, actually. Those, those extra tentacles were a mutation due to prenatal dark matter exposure in the Tarantino Nebula. Our asteroid passed a bit too close, perhaps, or his mama trees didn't use enough nebula block. I, I, I should dig out one of our uh, old albums to play here on the podcast, don't you think? Well, as you know, Guri, our music would just sound like bathroom noises to the Lurfians, which I'm not sure they'd appreciate, some of their sound effect toys notwithstanding. Uh, the hummus beans do get a lot of mileage out of bathroom humor, as they call it. I've been studying up on this for my side project, or perhaps my post-space exploration career, as what they call a stand-up comic. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. and you can actually stand up, uh, having legs and feet and all, and Yuri and I would have to be hovering comics. Please, please don't encourage him, Gori. The, the last thing we need on this podcast is another character trying to be funny. Oh, are you afraid he might be the one to actually succeed? That was pretty funny. Silence, you, you fools. Once again, we have rambled on for a page or two of the script already before I've had a chance to, to welcome our listeners. Oh, and this is a good script for once. Uh, did you read it, Chipward? Of course I did. Uh, and yes, I rather, I rather like this one. Uh, the treatments seem to be ever so slowly improving, achieving some semblance of continuity and character development. Guys, 
Guys. What what about the question mark in the title there? <sighs> Child's play with a question mark. I mean, perhaps it's trying a bit too hard to cause some uh, sort of intrigue. Well, I see it as a not-so-subtle nod or commentary on the burgeoning success of this podcast, which is fast becoming the number one source of entertainment on Meeporp and in the greater Romulan nebular system. As in, could a child write this? We think not. Ah, I see, I see. So it's not about the children in the story, little Runyon and his older brother, who we are soon to meet, uh, seemingly playing with our spaceship, but at the same time revealing truths about the universe. As in, is this simply child's play? Hence the question mark. Well, that's another layer to the onion for sure. I will blast you both in your frontal lobes if you do not cease these these fourth wall shattering ruminations at once. At once. All right, Captain, take it easy. I think we've established with our audience that the fourth wall is more of a beaded curtain at this point. It makes a lot of noise as we burst through it. Sometimes my tentacles get tangled in a strand or two. Be that as it may, I would appreciate not being interrupted as I as I welcome our listeners to what is our let me see here. One, two, I uh, carry the fourth seventeenth episode of Greetings Lurflings, the podcast of the stars. And more recently confined to a young hummus beans bedroom as we struggle to get our spaceship systems online to effectuate an escape. I am the captain of this ill-fated venture, Yurishi Lakabottom. Okay, okay, that, that name makes some sense for once, as we know that me Porpians, well, they have no butts. How do you go to the bathroom, then? You're interrupting Shipwood again. But if you want to know, we have cloacas at the end of our lower tentacles, which do not always have to be pointed into a vacuum toilet. So so just watch yourself. Be very careful. It's quite oh, messy. Captain, please, please. A, a Meeporpian never uses his cloacas as a, as a weapon, uh, or only in the most extreme circumstances, where we sort of use a windmill maneuver to spray the area with our toxic secretions. Yes, yes, yes. And getting back to my introduction, <clears throat> this able-bodied but feeble-minded creature to my hey. right <clears throat> is my distant second-in-command, Gurishi Deville. Ah, I see we have another meaningful last name here for for the devilish one. I thought Deville means of the village or something. Uh, perhaps, but... But who cares? And this embodied ship's computer to my left. I remember. No introduction needed, Captain. I know, I know, Shipwood, but you've already spoken, and I feel I must let the listeners know who you who you are. Ah, what's the point with all of this pomp and circumstance? Circumstance. Circumstance, Captain. I believe you were right the first time. Oh, sorry about that. Circumstance. Circus. Well... Yeah. What's no, I'm fairly certain it's circus stance. Like the way the ringmaster must stand and present the different characters and their their semi-tamed beasts as they enter to perform for the audience. Uh, I don't think so. The correct phrase is pomp and circumcision. Ah, oh. Are you are you sure? I, I think he's trying to be funny, Captain. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, one more joke. Just one more joke out of you and I'll 
I'll sell you to the robot junkers in the robot begone system. <laughs> ah, ah, yes, woe to the robots who go to the robot begone system. That's where robots be gone. Wow, that is terrible. And and uh, Shipward is not a robot, Captain. If I can remind uh, you. Well, you could have fooled me. Anyway, Shipward, perhaps you can make yourself useful for once and. Get our appeal filed with the Office of Due Process and Appeals. We do process appeals. How how is that coming? Did you <clears throat> did you unjam the the embroidery machine? Shipwain and I did get it unjammed. Although then, just as quickly, it was jammed again, and then unjammed, and then jammed uh, repeatedly. Is uh, it getting hot in here? Oh, for the love of all this! <laughs> but then, at long last, reaching the climax of this little story, it ended up in an unjammed state, and I was able to submit our appeal to the office on ROM 9. And they did send back an acknowledgement of receipt. Oh, well, that, that was nice of them. What, what did it say? Uh, let's see here. Uh, I have the return embroidery here. It says, thank you for submitting your appeal to the Office of Due Process and Appeals. We do process appeals. It will be handled in reverse order of the order in which it was received. Ooh, so that means we are first in line to be heard. Well, that depends on on how many other appeals have been filed since. Well, what kind of system is that? If there are a steady stream of appeals being filed, it could mean that ours will never be heard. Me Borpian bureaucracy never ceases to amaze me. Well, it is the Lunar New Year back on me, Pop, when we all take time to worship the small moon orbiting our asteroid. So, asteroid, so perhaps a lull in appeals being filed will work in our favor, don't you think? Well, perhaps, or it could mean that appeals are piling up ahead of ours while the appeal judges are making their pilgrimage to the moon castle. Uh, Captain, I'm picking up some movement on our scanners. I believe one of the hummus beans is approaching. Wait, what? Wait, wait, are our, our systems back online? What, why didn't you tell me? Well, not all the systems are back online. Shipwina does seem to be largely incapacitated still. And we can only thank you for that, Shipwood. Okay, well, assume crash positions. I'll, I'll try to activate the external speakers again, and perhaps we can make contact before we get... Before we get turned upside down and... Oh, no, it's too late! Oh! Oh, What's this? Runty never told me he got an actual cool spaceship. Glooby! Put Glooby down, Jack! That's mine! Oh, I can't feel my tentacles! Glooby? Is this your Glooby up here? Now it's over here. Look how fast it goes. Oh, I am going to be sick. Stop uh, it. Stop it, Jack, or I'll get Mommy. This is my Glooby. Put him down. You'll hurt him. What am I going to hurt? Your spaceship? No, Glooby is inside the spaceship. <laughs> young, young hummer speeds. <clears throat> what, are they, what are they called, Chipwood? Chipwood? Children, Captain. Oh, okay. Young children, please, for the love of God, please put us down. Now. Whoa! 
Who said that? Glooby did. Glooby talks to me. You mean the spaceship talks too? How come mom and dad never got me a talking spaceship? Children, Jack, Jack and Runyon, please. This is this is the captain speaking. Please put us down. Wait. Runty, how does the spaceship know our names? No, Jackie, it's Glooby who knows our names. Ah! Ow! I, I told you not to call me Jackie, Runty. Jackie's a girl's name. You hurt my arm. Mom! Shut up, Runty. Be quiet. Ah. Be quiet. All right, it's okay. All right, now tell me who Glooby is. Just put it down. I was playing before school. And Glooby was going to have a big fight. Uh, yes, I've been meaning to talk to you about that, Runyon. I... Whoa! It really <laughs> is talking! Who is saying that? Uh, this is Captain Yurishi Lackabottom. Ah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> ridiculous. Lackabottom. Do you not have a butt? Well, as a Meepopian, I have a, a very different body structure with with three what you would call heads and well many many eyes and and tentacles and no butts <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and, and no butts how, how do you go boom boom oh my god <sighs> strangely enough that's not the first time i've been asked that today okay so where are you are you a talking spaceship well, the spaceship does talk, although not at the moment, thanks to our own embodied ship's computer. What's a computer? He said computer, dummy. Why are you so dumb? Stop being mean and give me back Glooby. Glooby has, a, has to fight mighty Gorgonzola. Uh, yes, about that, Runyon. I, I actually want to... Oh, if Gooby is going to fight Gorgonzola, he better charge up his Mold Blaster heat rays. Mold Blast! Heat Ray! No, Heat Ray! Gorgonzola cannot stand high temperatures. Uh, oh, well, 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 thank you, Jack. Th that, this is actually quite good to know. Now, could you tell me when this battle with Gorgonzola... Well, when it, when it might be taking place, I, I just need to to plan my escape. I mean, <clears throat> my my plan of attack. Gorgonzola, here now. Wait, what? Wait. No, no, remember, Runty, we build the Gorgon system over here by the blocks. They need to fly through the asteroid belt to get there. Here, you fly the ship, and I'll throw the asteroids at it. Oh, no, 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 there's no, there's no need. Glooby, no Glooby fly fast to fight the Gorgons. Ah, uh, hey, no, no, hold, hold on, everyone. Oh, no, hold on. suddenly being hit by asteroids. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, 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 evasive maneuvers. Runyon, please, evasive maneuvers. Oh, oh. Now, please, Runyon, could, could could we avoid any of these asteroids? Here comes the please. big one! Ouch, Jaggy! You hit me in the eye with that stuffy. It's just a stuffed animal. What's the big deal? No, the hard part of the eye hit me. It really hurts. 
Let me see. Mom! Honestly, what is going on in here, boys? You you know your father is trying to take his nap. Jackie hit me in the eye. Jack? I did not, Mom! We were playing and I threw Mr. Cucumber at the spaceship and hit Runty on accident. But the hard part hit me right here. Ooh, uh, well, I I can see a little mark below your eye there, Runty. It's it's going to be okay, though. Jack, you have to be more careful with your little brother. You're the big brother. Oh, my. Mom, Mommy, Gooby is on his way to fight Gorgonzola. He's probably going to lose. Oh, well, that's that's nice, dear. Yeah, Ma, did you know this spaceship talks and it learned our names? Oh, wow. Well, it's it's probably mining all of our data as we speak, too, which is great. Miming? How, how did she know that? Captain, the external mic is on. Did that spaceship just talk about about me? I told you, Mom, it's been talking to us. No, no, I must be hearing things. Listen, you boys need to put all that down and wash up before dinner. Now, come on, let's go. Oh, let's... Mom, no, we were just playing. What are we having? Well, dinosaur nuggets and applesauce. Come on. Yay! Oh, that's going to be... That's going to be good. My... Goodness, Captain, that was a close one. I know. I, I almost had to try to explain our little mining operation to them, to the mother hummus bee. No, she, no, no, no. Well, uh, well, yes, that. But I also meant that the 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 it was a close one with the repeated direct hits that our ship took in that asteroid field back there. Shipward, any damage? Where, where is Shipward? Shipward. Oh. I think I saw him duck into the vacuum toilet down the hall here. Uh, Shipward? Oh, uh, what? Oh, oh. Not, nothing. I, I was, I was doing nothing. Is is that a manual for the strongly felt sentiment drive that powers this ship? No, I, I was just looking at the pictures. Captain, we've caught Shipward reading highly technical manuals again. Oh, Shipward, we've we've talked about this now. We've we've. Even recommended therapy as part of your benefits package. I know. It's an addiction. Something about technical writing that just keeps drawing me back. I, I don't understand how you have a pornographic memory for all those racy illustrations accompanying the code of our previous ship's computer, and, and yet you keep turning to mere words on a page to get your jollies. It's the theater of the mind. You should try it. Please, please, don't tempt Guri. He's he's young and and impressionable. Now, now, how about a damage report on the ship, Shipwood? Well, I'm trying dog. trying to revive Ship Weena to the point where we can run a full diagnostic. But from what I can see, with some wires dangling and throwing sparks down the hallway B near the cargo bay, I'd say we've suffered some significant damage. Oh, well, that's just, just super. Here we are, just, we, we're just handed a top-of-the-line spaceship, and we have yet to get it fully functional. I mean, it's it's every captain's worst nightmare. And and if we have to face Gorgonzola in this condition, well, we're shitting ducks. I, I believe the expression is, 
sitting ducks, Corey. Ah, but not when Sean Connery said it in Diamonds Are Forever. He said it quite clearly. We are sitting ducks. Yes, well, uh, at least we learned about some of Gorgonzola's weaknesses, right? What did what did the Runyon's older brother say? Check the logs, Chipwood. Logs are currently inaccessible. Oh, of course, of course they are. When they could actually be helpful, but but he he said something about a mold blaster, but then a heat ray. He mm. said Gorgonzola does not stand up well to high temperatures. Well, everyone knows about blue cheese. What? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Are we not talking about the Lurfian dairy product made in caves in a sp- specific region of Italy? Honestly, where did we get this guy? From Toshiba. We, we got him on Toshiba. No, no, I know that. It's, a, it's an expression of disbelief. No, never mind. Yes, Shipward, we were talking about the mighty Gorgon leader who uh, may soon be slaying our captain in a fight to the death. Now, now why do you think... He's fighting just just me. Just as well, well, the Runyon clearly said that, that Glooby would be fighting Gorgonzola, and you are Glooby, as I believe we've established. Who established that? No, the Runyon just, just calls us collectively his his spaceship, and all of us incited Glooby. I thought, I thought that was perfectly clear. Now, checking the logs, uh, you told Runyon your name was Guri, and he heard Glooby and started calling you. Glooby. Oh, oh, I see. Now the logs are suddenly <laughs> accessible when they can be used against me, huh? Forget the logs. Burn the logs. My universe for a fireplace. So we could burn the logs. And and what about the mother cooking up dinosaurs for dinner? Clearly there is much about these hummus beans that we do not understand. Yes, I know. Have they discovered the secrets of, of time travel? as they seemed so close to doing in that movie that we discussed last time, Field of Dreams. Right. right. Or, or, or have they actually been outside their solar system and they've been harvesting dinosaurs in deep space? Guys! Over here! Well, who's, who's there? Is it, Gorg- is it Gorgonzola? Corey, hide me. Hide me! I, I, calm down. I'm pretty sure it's a friend, Captain. A, a brave and worthy no. enemy doesn't usually give away his location before an I'm attack. Please well, not, not unless he wants us to think he's a friend. And then, surprise! You're dead. You're dead! Over here by the window! Oh, look, Captain. The Hubbersbean domiciles have windows, just like our ship. Ah, thank the comets. It's our old friend, Farit, just outside the window there. <laughs> I remember windows. Farit, how good it is to see you. We were, were just looking for a stooge. <clears throat> I mean, a steadfast friend to help us out of a jam here. You see, we seem to be in a bomb spaceship at the moment, and we've got a bit of a confrontation coming up with uh yeah yeah i i heard the whole last few pages of the script and i was i was waiting for what seemed like forever for my cue i see for it pays no heed to the wall of forth either but what are you what are you doing here they plant a nice garden here so i was grabbing some vegetables to bring back to missus 
You should see the list she gave me. And if, if I don't come back with just the right size of carrots and onions, boy, do I get an earful. No, no, I meant why are you here in the script? Uh, I mean, at the window, talking to us, not... Not that you need a reason. Always good to see an old friend. Oh, uh, right. I'm supposed to be straightening you out on some of the misconceptions you are forming during your first real interaction with the humans. Uh, although, I, I gotta say, it's been fairly entertaining watching you try to figure things out for yourselves. Are you <laughs> insulting our Mupopian intelligence for it? Surely you know we are... One of the most evolved forms of life in the universe. Well, compared to what is what I'm saying. I mean, the universe is full of a lot of scum. I mean, literally scum and ooze and things that just barely qualify as living. He's got a point, Captain. Uh, we may be near the top of the mountain, but it's largely a mountain of Bee Gees music. Oh, I, I remember producing that after too much Lerzog soups on, on Alpha Senfui, BG'd all over the public toilets from the restaurant all the way back to the hotel, which, which immediately went from a four-star rating to a one-poop emoji rating on Cosmic Yelp. Oh, I do remember that. Uh, we can never go back there. Yeah, well, honestly, he seemed to have things under control. So it, it, that's a nice ship you got there, and in need of some repairs, I see. Let me know if you need any parts. We will, Farid. But but wait, how how did these young hummus beans manage to summon the mighty Gorgonzola to fight me? I, I mean, um, to fight us collectively. I mean, did we did we offend him in some way? Well, you're new. You're new here, trying to set up a little mining operation. You can't imagine you're the first to try that, right? I mean, this is about turf. If someone sees you as cutting into their profits, you're going to hear from them. Oh no, Gary. I mean, Yuri. Who? Who are you? I, I'm no. Yuri. You're <laughs> Gary, I believe. Yes, but if I think Farita's right, they might put us into a lava sea with cement tentacle warmers. But of course, that's why our Facebook mining operation wasn't proving so lucrative. The Gorgons and the Kardashians had already set up operations of their own, mining the pretty, the petty emotions of these, of these hummus beans. And now we've upset one of the most notorious gangsters in the universe, Gorgonzola. And that's my cue to skedaddle. I was never one to pick a losing side in a battle. Good luck, meep dorks. Maybe I'll see you on the other side. No, it's not good. Uh, he's just going to leave us. Farid, you coward. Nobody knows you when you're down and out, Gory. Not even a ferret. And this seems like... As good a place as any to leave off our little storyline for the moment and get in a word from, from one of our sponsors. I need some time to collect my thoughts, put my put my affairs in order, you uh, know. The, the ship's so logs list all of your sordid affairs in order at every way station and refueling center across the universe. Not those affairs, you fool! Can't you see I'm trying to wrap up this segment? 
Yeah, can't you see what he's trying to do here? Come on. Not, not helpful, Guri. Uh, not helpful sorry. at all. Anyway, we will leave our fair listeners for now. Clearly fearing for our lives. I see the will wishes pouring in on the podcast chat feature right now. Oh, oh, should I read some of them? No, no, no. There's, there's no need. Th- this one says, please die already. Well, well, there, <clears throat> there are always a few naysayers. And this one says, what idiots? Does Farid have a podcast we could listen to instead? Shipward, are, are these representative of what we're getting? Uh, what what percentage are positive? There's there's no need to quantify. The chat messages have been mostly uh, negative. Uh, many of them censored for violating intergalactic web decency standards. Well, I am trying and failing to to remain upbeat here, <clears throat> but apparently you. You two would prefer that I curl up into a ball and weep uncontrollably to end the segment. Is that it? Is that what we have to do? We have a battle for our very lives in front of us. We have a, a largely disabled and now damaged oh, ship. Here we We're go. low on fuel. We're short on ideas. You know what? Just just, just forget it. You you wrap up the segment, Gory. I'll, I'll be in my quarters. Or dives, I don't know. I think those were decimated by an asteroid hit, Captain. Okay, fine. I will be in in the captain's washroom then. <laughs> oh boy, he always, throws, <laughs> he always throws a fit, doesn't he? Well then, Good. I guess I uh, should find the end of segment music. Hey, Barbie. hey, shipward, are you done with that ship's manual? <laughs> uh, not, not quite. Well, now, Sheila, that was divine, if I do say so myself. I know they don't hand out awards for this sort of thing, but but if they did... Well, then you have quite the trophy case, wouldn't you? Oh, oh shucks, Sheila. I didn't say you'd have any trophies in it, oh. but you'd expect to win them all, so you'd build yourself a nice case for it. You do know me, my little honey bumpkin. Uh, always putting the car before the horse when everyone knows the horse came well before the car in the history of transportation. Uh, it was a horse, then a horse-drawn buggy, I believe, or a carriage, and then the horseless carriage, which became the automobile. Although they still, to this day, measure the power of these contraptions in the units of horses. One horsepower, two horsepower, etc. I believe they're up to 15 or 20 horsepowers now on some of the more powerful trucks and large vehicles. Oh, see, see, you are a veritable walking dictionary. (laughs) Sheila, I believe it's walking encyclopedia is the figure of speech you're going for there. Well, I just like saying dictionary because of how that word starts. Oh, she! you are a naughty she-devil if I ever did see. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 Cece, uh, uh, you in there? Please come quick. Cece. Oh, what the? Now, what's all the racket? What's the uh, racket? 
we got a fire, CC, in the store. It's it's out of control. Can you, you gotta come. What? A fire? Oh, hold on. Now just hold on. Oh my heavens, CC, don't forget your pants. I, I won't forget my pants, darling. What do you think? But the store's on fire. My, this is my life's work. And don't forget your suspenders, CC. What well, I can can't you see the store is burning down? I can see the flames from here. Now, CC, what good are your pants if you don't have your suspenders to hold them up? <laughs> okay, butter, 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 butter lips. Now, <laughs> just goodness, never mind that all my oh. saws are burning up. <laughs> we wouldn't want anyone to see anyone to see my behind. When no one but me. No one but me now, CC. It's all mine. What? Are you trying to establish proprietorship over my butt? You owe me that much, CC. After all you put me through. Oh uh, well, CC. Yeah, uh, please come on. Oh, okay, okay. We'll talk about this later. Jeez, woman, I gotta run. What? What are we gonna do, CC? Ah, cheese and crackers. It's lighting up the sky. Did you call the fire department? Oh, uh. Do you think I should do that? I, I wanted to come get you first. Uh, D Dennis told me to go find you. Oh, Jesus, Hank. Someone better check on that hamster and the little wheel in your head. Oh, CC, there you are. Can you believe this? I saw some of the acting students flailing and lying about near the fire. I can't tell if they were injured or just acting or what. Either way, this is fast becoming a conflagration. I can see that, Dennis. Goodness, I turned my back for, what, 10 to 12 minutes to welcome my wife back home, and this is what happens. Why haven't you called the fire department? Well, we wanted to alert you first as the principal owner and liability insurance holder. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Are you and that your names aren't tied to our joint business venture? And that I alone might be responsible for anyone hurt in this disaster? Uh, well, uh, Dennis thought it best if... We if, uh, thought you wanted shadow investors in this here store, CC. Shadow investors? I haven't even heard of that term before. Uh, I'm guessing you just made it up. But look... First things first here. Let's get ourselves on top of this situation. Dennis, you got that supply of hoses handy for your hydraulic drills? I just so happened to have one of those over here out of reach of the fire. Okay, okay. Let's not, oh, God, let's not get too close here. Oh, there's a powerful heat coming off of this fire. Stay low. Oh, see, see, I, I think my captain's hat is on fire. My... Oh, and my eyebrows. <laughs> I said stay low, Hank. Jesus, crow. Stop, drop, and roll for a bit. Get your face down in the dirt there. <laughs> now, now roll your head. Roll your head a bit. There you go. Now now your hat's out now. Okay, come up for air. Come up for air now. Oh, yes, your eyebrows are eyebrows are just singed a little. They're smoking a bit, but it's a good look for you. Oh no, well. Uh, He'll love my, my bushy eyebrows. I, I feel naked. Now now focus, Hank. Do, do you oh. still have any of those watering holes in stock? 
well, why, why, yes, I've got all of them in stock. It's it's been a while since since a herd of wildebeest came into the store and bought one, but people have their tap water or their bottled water. They don't much care for drinking out of a out of a hole in the ground anymore. Now, look, I don't need your life story, Hank. I just need you to point me to the watering holes. Well, let's see. It's uh, hmm, oh, uh over there. Okay. I think it's uh, aisle two. Maybe, uh, let's see, the, the bottom shelf. Okay, okay, I'll check it out. Uh, Dennis, bring those hoses. Uh, let's go. I'm beginning to catch your drift, CC. I'll put these hose ends in the watering holes. You run the other ends closer to the fire. Yep, yep, just like the old days, siphoning gas out of my daddy's tractor to feed the horse to draw my buggy into town with my best girl at my side. Boy, I, uh, boy, was I a proud one, making quite an entrance on our first day of school. High school? No, this was my first day of school ever. Uh, I was maybe six. Uh, it was also my last day of school. As my pa said, I had to stay home and help out on the alfalfa farm and uh, to feed the pigeons also. Was there no child services in your town? What's that? Uh, nothing. Uh, I've got those hoses submerged now, CC, so you can do your thing. Okay, let's just start the flow here. Okay. Okay, that should do it. Oh, it's not quite the water pressure I was hoping for. Well, uh, I think I could pee probably <laughs> what's coming out of those out of those hoses. Maybe I'll give that oh, a shot. really, Hank? Well, then why don't you make yourself useful and do that? Let, let me just block off. Let me just block off the ends of these hoses partially here. And okay, there we got a little bit more of a spray, sort of a fine mist. This is not going to do very much. Oh well, well thank goodness. Uh, looks like uh, somebody called the fire department. Oh sure, now they arrived just when we're starting to get things under control. Now give me a main line to the entrance here and take two support lines around the right side. Okay, who's the owner here? Oh, uh, well, that that would be Cece here. His name's on the tent. Uh, and and the first one on the sign, too, yeah. He hello, officer. I, I mean, I mean, chief. Is it chief? Thanks for dropping by. Just can it. I need to know how many people were in the store before the fire broke out. How many and where? Well, well, actually, uh, I wasn't actually here when it started. You see, I was welcoming my wife back after a period of estrangement. So uh, as you can imagine, uh, we were holed up in the old Winnebago there for a good 12 to 14 minutes. If you weren't here, then shut up. Oh. Are you, the, you there without the eyebrows. Were you here when it started? How many people were inside? Well, without the eyebrows. Oh, oh yes. Uh, right. Right. Well, well. Let me see. Uh. Well, there weren't any, any customers to speak of. You see, business has been a bit slow. You don't and say. With two jokers in charge. Who else was in the structure? Well, uh. Let me see. Just uh. Oh, just the acting students. Uh. Well, see, they're they're interns. Uh, unpaid interns. I might add. How many and is it? A, that group over there. My God, they look all torn up. Well, now, see, that's part of their job, to uh, fake workplace injuries. Uh, uh, so some or all of that could be stage makeup. It's uh, hard to tell sometimes. Uh-huh. 
They fake workplace injuries, you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, good for business. I can I can see that. Uh, look, it, is that all over the, them? <laughs> Let me try this again. <laughs> is that all of them over there? Do I need to send a man inside to look for someone who's missing? Uh, no, uh, that looks to be all of them, I think. Start the main line in the base. Have support, li- support lines over the top. Better have Johnny suit up, take a pass through. Well, thanks for coming when you did, sir. It really means a lot. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we'll save what we can. Oh, I, oh that's just I, I do appreciate that, Chief. Uh, this is our last work here. This burning tent, those saw blades and drill bits, and the holes, the holes of all sizes and shape. Oh, Hank. You you better go warn the chief about the black holes. About black holes? Oh, oh, right, right. I, I, I'm on it. Hello now, are you the owner? Uh, what? Uh, yes, yes. C.C. McGraw of this here C.C.'s House of Saws. And, and who are you? I'm a fire inspector, Hank Ash. Inspector Ash, is it? Yes, and believe me, I've heard all the jokes before. Listen, the chief tells me you were indisposed the time the fire broke out. Why, why yes, I was holed up with the missus there, if you must know, for 16 to 18, uh, maybe 20 minutes. Uh, and, and the next thing I know... Oh, there you are, CC. You okay, <laughs> honey bear? Oh. I just told the inspector you had only left the store for five or six minutes for old Hank come in to tell us what was happening. Oh, Sheila. Okay, cut. Ron, cut. That's that's enough for today. I think we got the commercial. If you could just cut it before Sheila arrived and talked about how long we were in the Winnebago. If you could just... Oh, but uh, the, the, the store is burning down. Do you, do you still want me to produce this next commercial? I don't, I don't really know if it's... Yes, Ron, like a phoenix from the ashes, we will rise again. So put it in the can. Okay, you're, you're the boss. Just hope they can save something. Well, ah, finally, we will be trying out this segment that our universal audience has been demanding. Yes, that's right. It is Spall's Talk with Yuri and Guri and Shipwood. I suppose who will come in handy as a as a walking computer of sorts, if that's useful at all. I can't believe we're doing this, but yes, but yes, uh, perhaps Shipwood could orient those in the audience and perhaps those of us on this show who were given very little notice about this new segment uh, and who know very little about spores. So perhaps Shipwood read us a definition of a spore. Uh, Sure, I'd be happy to. A spore is a minute, typically one-celled reproductive unit capable of giving rise to a new individual without sexual fusion, characteristic of lower plants, fungi, protozoans. And gorgons, I might add. And gorgons. Uh, uh, Guri, you look stunned. What? What's the matter? He uh, he lost me at the sexual fusion. Uh, my mind sort of went blank there. Although although now 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 I'm th- <laughs> I'm thinking of a spore. I'm thinking of spore as a good band name, sort of a heavy metal or a gothic industrial, perhaps. Oh well, are you starting a band, Guri? You you can barely play a kazoo. 
Well, a kazoo is a silly, lurfian instrument, hardly worthy of our talents. Now the harp, on the other hand, is ideally suited for our many tentacles. That's an interesting conversation to have, well, on another segment. Perhaps Yuri and Guri play the blues, or kazoos, crazy kazoos, I don't know. But today we are, at long last, doing spores talk. Entering the hotly contested intergalactic spores talk market, which I've heard is full of hot takes and hotter fakes. Well, you can put me in the hotter fake category, as in, did you know that my first wife was a spore? Was she really? No. No. Oh. Well, I'll try a hot take, which is that while spores are generally disparaged for their antisocial behavior, they can often be the life of a party, especially when gusts of wind blow them about here and there. Eh, Fascinating. That, that feels like a bit more of a lukewarm take. Well, let's get down to the extremely difficult job of ranking the greatest spores, heroes of all time. Guri, I'll let you go first. But, uh, I told you I wasn't well prepared for this, but okay, all right. I'll have to go with the crowd pleaser, the bestower of many wishes, the dandelion spore. As a rookie... Dandelion Spore batted 352 on making wishes come true, setting a new Spore's record. He bounced around the Eastern and Western divisions, making one record-breaking free agent deal after the next, before his stellar, stellar career was finally cut short when he was eaten by a grasshopper. Well, very well. A safe choice, for sure, but not a hot take at all, but still one that is difficult to argue against. Okay, how about you, Shipwood? Well, thanks, Captain. I think for my pick for the all-time greatest spore, going to go have to go with the truffle, snouted, or excuse me, scouted out by wild pigs and brought up through the farm system. The truffle is a veritable cleanup hitter when it comes to fine dining, causing patients to literally lick their plates clean to absorb every morsel of this delicious spore. I think this conversation begins and ends with the truffle. In- interesting, because we're in the middle of the conversation now. Yes, but well-reasoned and strong case made by Shipward nonetheless. Shipward nonetheless? What? <laughs> Is that his last name? Shipward nonetheless? No, 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 no. I see your confusion as I believe the writers left a comma out of the script. That was Shipwood, comma, nonetheless. I don't have a last name. Ah, ah, the missing comma, of course. The writers are probably trying to save on ink. Say, uh, is the comma a spore? Uh, I don't think so. Shipwood, can we get a ruling? The comma is not a spore, although the period is... And the colon, of course. Oh boy, if I know our writers, here comes a colon joke. What about the semicolon? The semicolon is not a spore. I had a semicolonoscopy once. I screamed and passed out, and they had to cut it short. Oh damn it, there's the colon joke, and they made me say it too. <laughs> well, if the writers Jerks. are done with the bad jokes, perhaps we could get around to my pick for greatest spore of all time. I thought long and hard about this, my my fellow sporophiles, and I finally settled upon, 
Rhizopus stolonifer, a species of bread mold. Rhizopus stolonifer? What a name! It sort of has a regal ring to it. As well it should, for it is the king of spores, in a league of its own, really. Like the Ivy League, or the... Well, anyway, uh, doing more damage over its career than your dandelions and truffles combined. Actually, I don't think dandelions are even a spore. They're more of a seed. <laughs> I think we have to give old Rhizopus its due and crown. It is the greatest spore of all time. Well, Yeri, I think you were right about this segment. It was a lot of fun, and I learned a lot, too. Third! Third mod! Third didn't get to tell you his favorite spore! Oh, I didn't know you were part of the segment, Thind. Thind loves spores. Thind do much, much research on all different type of fungi. <laughs> really? Okay, well, I guess we can make time for you, Thind. I mean... Thind are very fungi. <laughs> yes, yes. So we were talking that's my, about the great... That's my spore joke, that writer right for me. That's, that's pretty good. I like that one. Thank you. Did you have a favorite spore, though, to, to th throw into the... Because we're not just talking about favorites. We're talking about the greatest spore of all time. So it's got to be a good one. Well, I have so many spores. I very hard to choose, but let me think. Let me think. I think yeast... Yeast, my favorite spore, mm. because I love cookies. Cookies made with yeast. <laughs> <laughs> they cause infections, don't they? Oh, do you mean yeast infection? <laughs> you making crude joke? <laughs> this family show <laughs> gets hot inside that puppet costume. You should see the medical bills down there at Sesame Street. Shut up! Every, Shut up, all of you! Every week, someone out with a different sort of infection. That's that's what the hummus beans call blue humor. I'm gonna work some of that into my act. It's gonna be my like my late show act. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Is that Addie Libby? It's me, Addison. I mean, oh. <laughs> Addie Libby. Hi, hello. Well, it says you were going to show up at the end here. It says Addie Libby end. So. What's she doing here? I know, that's usually your. This is very humiliating. <laughs> what do you know her? Oh, hello. Uh oh. Yes. Addison and me. Well, we had very. Serious relationship long time ago. Did, did it end somehow, Thind? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and, uh... don't be sad. Oh, it sounds like she just... We were supposed to be married. And then... Well... She just had to make it all up at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> Addy, maybe we should hear Addie's side of the story. Addie... I didn't mean to make anything sad. I just kind of make things up as I go along. <laughs> and instead of getting married, I thought we could get ice cream. Yay! <laughs> oh, and you did that on the wedding day, did you? Oh, I really love ice cream. Hi! Was it an ice cream truck passing by and it was just the, you know, too much temptation? There was ice cream truck 
and she tried to order ice cream, but she got hit by ice cream truck, and she'd never be same after that. Oh, hello. I think I remember. You know who was driving that ice cream truck? Who? Your friend Gurry. Remember, I worked my way through school. Yes, I worked in re- I worked in retail. <laughs> You, you were the one who ran over Addy. Well, I didn't know I ran over her, but then I thought oh, I better do you ran toe. over me. <laughs> oh, hello. Toe, I think. She never same ever since then. <laughs> she always just say hello, hello. What? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I didn't think I would get away in an ice cream truck, but I, those things can go pretty fast. I outran three police cruisers. Well, they powered by lactose. Right, right. And emotions, of course. There's a lot of uh, unhappy children as I was flying by them at 80 miles per hour with the music, oh, you were... music going, of course. Well, very, very angry. I was actually trying to, try to teach the children about the Doppler effect. See, with the, the music going, the faster I went. Very And you not need to make funny joke for for this show. I leaving. Mm. Well, sorry, themed. Kind of a rough and en- rough ending. We left. Well, you ran over my fiance and turned her into moron. <laughs> what? Me? I'm not a moron. Hello. Sounds like she ran away before this happened, though. Well, how not? How me not know she come back? <laughs> Maybe she just won ice cream. Maybe she was going to bring back she... two ice creams. One for each of you. To exchange your Adi, were you going to bring back one ice cream cone or two ice cream cone? What? <laughs> On the night we were going to be married, were you going to bring back one ice cream cone or two ice cream cones? Oh. Let me see. Think, 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 uh, Addie. Remember you gave me all that money. I'm pretty sure it was for, uh... Oh, no. no. It was for a unicorn. See what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Thind. I, I do feel horrible now. I mean, it did pay the bills to get me through school, but, uh... It's terrible. You know. Actually, I bring two unicorns. <gasps> oh. Me not, me not know if that make me feel any better. <laughs> We just think she's delusional, but nicely delusional. Oh. Bye bye. Well, oh boy. Me not feel happy talk about spores anymore. Theed will have to go. All right, Theed. Stay safe out there. <laughs> what? Bye. <laughs> Well, this concludes another Spores Talk. <laughs>